guys, welcome back to Beauty School Bobby. Today I am so excited to be in the salon with Whitney Evans, owner of Whitney Evans Beauty in Knoxville, Tennessee. We have done a podcast together before. Yes. So if you all haven't listened, go back and listen to Whitney's episode. We go a lot deeper into her journey in the beauty industry, but we're gonna hit on that really quick. So yeah. Whitney, I want to talk about you coming into the beauty industry. So you um started when you were how old at beauty school? Um I was 19. Okay, but you had gone to college yes. before. So talk to yes. me a little bit about that and how you ended up at beauty school. So, um, I went to UT because, you know, I had great grades in school. I was in student government, you know, then especially in like 2005, 2006, they pushed you like on the college path. And so I thought, well, this is what I have to do. And, um, I was at UT for a year and a half. Um, when it came to picking a major, I had a really hard time <laughs> and I was in a sorority. I was doing hair for like all the sorority parties, like helping all my friends get ready for us to go out. And one girl was like, you should really get paid for this. And then it was just like a light bulb went off in my head. And then um, the winter break of my sophomore year, I just drove to TSB and got a packet and went home and talked to my mom. And oh my gosh, I was so nervous because, you know, your parents really push you to go to college. And yeah. She was so supportive. She was like, I know you're not happy. Um, as long as you can support yourself, then go ahead. I support you. So. That's awesome. So what majors did you have? Like, did you switch majors or okay. were you consistently? So first I was obviously very undecided. <laughs> very much so. And then I thought I wanted to do like communications just to do like, I was kind of into journalism, like my dream job, which is funny that I do this now and now like blogging and Instagram are so popular. Like I wanted to do something in like the fashion beauty world in journalism. Like, okay. Right. For like, I don't know, like Cosmo or something yeah. like that. And then, um, and then I dabbled in teaching just cause I thought the schedule would be good. But yeah. then I did like a little internship and I was like, Oh no, <laughs> that's not for me. Yeah. So, and so, yeah. That's so yeah. awesome. Um, so I love that you had said that you kind of wanted to get into blogging and stuff because yes. that actually came back to help you once you graduated beauty school. So you yes. went to Tennessee School of Beauty. Yes. Um, so that took you, what, about a year yes. to complete the program? Actually, um, it was a little under it, but yes. Okay, so then you come out um, and you kind of blew up a little bit in Knoxville. I really think that you were one of the first that yeah. really focused strictly like on weddings. Yes. I think that you were a little bit ahead of the game um, <laughs> to people that are kind of specializing in that. I think yeah. now it's so common for me to meet people yes. um, that just want to do wedding hair. They're like, mm -hmm. I want to do wedding hair and makeup. I want yeah. to do photo shoots and that kind of thing. You maybe didn't have that intention right when you no. started, but that's where your career took you. Yeah. So talk to me about starting in the industry. I mean, okay, so I started out as an associate in a salon in Fountain City. Mm -hmm. And my mentor then, he was amazing, but he hated to do updos. And so all the weddings that came into the salon, he he saw that I had, you know, this natural knack at them. I love to do them. Like, I just love making, like, people feel good. So yeah. especially on the most important day of their life, it was fun for me. Yeah. And I think I was, like, too young to be nervous about it. <laughs> I was just like, yeah, let's do this. Yeah. And, um so I started doing weddings and going on location and I had really great experiences even as an associate. I got to go to Nashville um, and do a wedding. I got to travel like I think like South Carolina, like some different things. And um, so the word got out to my friends. I was really lucky, like everything like lined up, like we were all at the age of getting married. 
and um, a few of them got picked up by um, like Pink Bride, and I made friends with the photographers. That is like Smart. the key. Like the photographers in the wedding industry, like they like make us almost. They make our work look amazing. Yeah. Um, they, that's so smart to yes. make that connection. Like, yes. I love that. Because, I mean, that's how I got images to share on social media and develop that relationship and started doing style shoots. And, yeah. And so, so, you didn't you have a website that kind of went, I mean, I don't know if yes. it went viral or whatever, yeah, but like, okay. you had a website. What was so, it called? It was WhendyEvansMeeting.com. Okay, so it was that's a blog. Where it started. started a blog. Yeah. It started a YouTube channel. Um, I was, which was like way ahead of what it is yeah, now. Yeah, six I mean, years ago. Yeah, I mean, that's um, when everything was just starting. I think now, looking back, it's like, man, if I would have like, yes, stayed you know? on yes. it. Yes, I'm like, my husband's like on me. He's like, <laughs> get back to doing it. Because yeah. there's like a ponytail video with like this crazy amount of views and it's silly. But yeah. <laughs> anyways, um, but the salon came from it. Yeah. Um, I started this just because I was, I was feeling... You know, I'm a creative person. Anybody that enters this industry is a creative person. And mm -hmm. I was just feeling stagnant in the day-to-day, -day, taking care of my clients, doing hair. So I was like, I just want to start. Like, I had followed, like, a few influencers at that time. Yeah. I, was like, I, I mean, even if it's just for me locally, it's like, build my clientele and to get my name out there doing weddings, like, it's just fun. Yeah. And, um, and it got really busy really yeah. fast. <laughs> and... um. I started in a salon suite after I left my initial salon mm -hmm. and um, thinking I was just going to blog full time and like do a little bit of hair, but really focus on that. But I just couldn't step away from my clients. Yeah. <laughs> I love them so much. And so I eventually got, you know, really busy to where I needed to hire a second person. Mm -hmm. And then the opportunity fell on my lap to get a retail space versus a suite. So that's when Ashlyn came on board um, when we had our first location across the parking lot here. Yeah. And we just grew from there. Yeah. So I know we were just kind of talking about this before we started recording. But yeah. so Ashlyn is actually the girl who does my hair. So I yes. know a lot of you have seen her on my Instagram. Um, I enrolled her in beauty school um, and she was a night student um, with us, went through the program. Um, yeah. We've done an episode with her as well. Um, but so it was just you two. I mean, when yeah. I first started coming to For see the first her, year, like we had only one shampoo bowl and like two chairs like we shared a hallway with like three other businesses like like when you th when i think back on like how much we've grown from then it's ama yeah. it's amazing so and we were just humming the whole time it was crazy it was so happy three happy years later yeah. you all how many stylists do you have now Ten. So you're 10 stylists in after three years. Yes. Um, that's incredible. Yes. Um, you've made such a name for yourself in, this, um, in the in the community. Yeah. Um, it's so awesome that you grew it's that crazy. much in such a short amount of time. Um, we're going to talk about this in a minute, but you also added a baby um, yes. at that time. Yes. Um, and so there's been a lot of changes, um, yeah. you know, that have happened over the last few years. So I'm really excited to talk about all of that. But one of the things that I wanted to talk to you specifically about, and it's something that we talk a lot about when I come in. Mm -hmm. um, um, or just when we get to see each other because yeah. um, as um, the relationship that we have with salon owners in the industry is when mm -hmm. you have Silas that come in to um, to interview, um, you obviously text us and say, hey, you know, what yes. do you think about this person Absolutely. Um, to get our feedback and our honest opinion? What do you tell Silas when they come in to interview that you're looking for or what is it um, that you're kind of looking for when somebody is coming in for an interview? I think it's more of like 
an attitude and a willingness to learn. Mm-hmm. You know, um, hair skills, we can always work on. We can give you training. Like, we're not just going to throw you to the wolves and there you are. You know, yeah. um, really, it's just the willingness to learn. And maybe it's someone that has tried a little bit of everything in school. Like, we love it when our stylists take mud because we are we do do weddings and we do do special events. We're known for that. So that an extra thing is something that I always love to mm-hmm. have. Um, I also love someone that wants to know color because we primarily are a color salon. Like if you if your strong suit was like men's barbering, like we're probably not for you because right. that's not the clientele we serve. So I really like to know what makes you excited about this industry. Like what is something that you can't wait to do because as your salon owner, I take the start of your career very seriously like I want to put you in those positions that you're doing something that you're super happy to do because I know you're going to be successful that way yeah and that first little bit in the salon is learning it's Um, so learning and it's okay like ask questions like I mean I remember even like my hands shaking as an associate like do not think like no question is a stupid question like it's okay to have nerves like talk about them like we'll work through them like it's all part of the process like not everything's going to be perfect every day and we don't expect that yeah and I think it's a big job to go from being in beauty school where you have an you have an instructor with you yes um maybe not beside you the entire time but you know that you have that person to fall back on yes um that transition happens here um but yeah it's a little different because Mm -hmm. you're you're on your own now I know you every salon's different and the associate programs are different but how soon do your associates get um a day where they get to do their clients um and like bring in their own clients how soon does that happen we um as soon as you have your license we will give you a saturday if you are comfortable with it i talk to each girl and we like make a plan um most girls are comfortable because they're doing like their mom's hair their friend's hair and i don't want them to lose those people because you have such a great salon floor at tsb and um so i feel like your students are a little bit a cut above yeah, if I can say that. Um, <laughs> and um, so if they if it's people that they already know and they're comfortable with it, I don't want them to lose those people for a whole year. Yeah. You know, like I want them to bring them in. You yeah, know, let's let's do it. And but I'm always here or whoever they're shadowing with. You know, we work as a team and I feel like all of our leaders in the salon kind of have our eyes on like. We're going to help you formulate. We're going to help you, you know, let's talk this out because you kind of need, even though you're an associate, you kind of need to learn your own rhythm with your own clients too, because it's a little bit different. Yeah. I love that. And I love that you're still there to support. I think that that's important to know that even though you have your day on the floor, you're not just throwing the wolves. No. We're going to help you formulate. And I know, and I love just being a client in the salon. You can really see the way that everyone works together. Yes. Even the stylists that have been here. For yeah. the whole time. I know Ashlyn will still talk to Jess or talk to you about yeah. my color or hey, we're yeah, doing this. Like we, it's such a team effort and yes. I love that. Well, I mean, we're all creative and like I guess it's like kind of check your egos out the door. Like yes. I don't know. I mean, I don't know everything, you know, and sometimes like I'll talk to I mean, I even shampooed for my associate the other day because I was like, here I'll help you out. You know, it, it just that. shouldn't be that way. I feel like when we're all 
succeeding, it's a great place to be. Yeah, so, I think so too. And I think it yeah. really comes off well. So yes. you've got 10 stylists. Mm -hmm. um, and so you all have very different personalities. Yes. Um, everyone brings something a yes. little bit different to the table. And I think and I that. that's pretty much every salon. Mm -hmm. I think every salon, even though you guys are very similar, I think in core mm -hmm. values, yes. I think just personalities are different. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes there are people that maybe come in or that are hired or even just come in to interview that that don't fit that yes how do you handle those situations because it's something that you're really honest about yeah. um, and i love that about you um so how do you handle you know if somebody comes in and it's just not a good fit what do you recommend for them to do how would you like them to handle the situation how do you I mean, handle that because it's awkward it it's i mean i don't want anyone to ever feel like and this is for everywhere i mean even yeah. for me so just i in the industry i interviewed yeah. um as a baby stylist <laughs> at a very big salon here in knoxville that i thought i mean from the beginning i went to beauty school that i that's where i wanted to work that's where it was I went and interviewed and I didn't get the job. And I'm so thankful for that now because I have my own thing. Like that wasn't my path. Right. Um, I don't want people to get discouraged with that because a lot of times like it has nothing to do with you. Like for us, we don't hire a bunch of people at one time. Like we usually we just hire like one person and then out of so many amazing applicants, it's such a hard decision. And like, we love you and want to see you, you know, grow and succeed in the future. And it's not personal at all. It's just mainly like a personality and a criteria of kind of like, if they're gonna fit with who we need an associate for and like our long-term goals. Yeah. Cause we kind of hire slow cause we don't have a lot of turnover. Yeah. Well, and I also think just having that time to understand that there's a grace period. Do you have yes. a certain amount of time that you give Silas um, to say like, this is a trial or is it just yeah, kind of, is it about a, like a 90 day, okay. like kind of like grace period, like mm -hmm. will this work, will this not, you yeah. know? And that's totally fine. Like. I, and it's funny because I, I do say, like, everybody that's worked here, like, we're still friend, yeah. friends. You know, like, I don't want it to ever be ugly because, you know, life is so short. And I want people to be, if they're here, I want everyone to be happy and, yeah, you know. And I think you're so good about understanding, like, the path and understanding that, like, if it's not a good fit, that's not yeah. the end of your career. No. That's not it. And like you said, no. you didn't get the job where you wanted it. And, and I thought. And, you know, and here it is. I now, think it's so. so important to just be open to that and to understand that, like, yeah. there is a path for you. And, and you just have to find your way. Necessarily, like, not, like, you're amazing has nothing to do with you. It was yeah. just something that happens and it, I've even had people one of my stylists now I have to tell her story so she interviewed um like a year before I actually hired her um but she didn't graduate for six months that's a big kicker for us yeah. like the graduation date and when you're going to be licensed doesn't line up to when we need you right, right. Mm -hmm. and I loved her so much like but I now she ended up working at a different salon for a while and I would see her at industry events and we would still talk and say hi and like, how are you doing? Whatever. And then we had another opportunity come up and she applied and she's an amazing part of our team now. Yeah. So you just, I just wouldn't ever burn any bridges with any salon owners or anything because you just never know where you might be. This so. town is small. Very small. Even across yeah. the country, I'm sure every yeah. city feels this way. Yeah. The beauty industry is so connected yeah. that that's a, such a great point is that even if you don't get the job somewhere, yeah. you still be kind. You yes. know, because and you might so, end up coming back. And we have, like, I will say, like, I really think Knoxville has such a great salon community. Like, mm -hmm. we have so many just, like, like creative 
salons here mm-hmm. that do amazing work. And I think it makes us all up our game. Yeah. You know? So, I mean, you, you're going to find where you need to be. Yeah. Like, don't, don't stress about it. Like just kind of let it happen. Yeah. I love so. that. I think that's such great advice. So yeah. we mentioned earlier, um, you're a new mom. Yes. Well, I guess it's not so new now. It's been a year, yes. but still new mom. But it's been a crazy year. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so you were, um, booked solid. Um, couldn't take any more time. I mean, that's why you mm. added on extra people. Yes. Talk to me about what this transition has felt like for you. You went through almost your entire pregnancy working. I would see you yes. here behind the chair yes. and with your belly, your little bum. Yes. Um, yes. And then have the baby. Your schedule has changed significantly. So yes. talk to me about what that transition has been like as a salon owner um, and a stylist. I mean, it's not only that you've stepped away from the behind the yeah. chair, you've taken a step back from the salon. Yeah. So tell me what that experience has been like for you. Okay. It's was it's been hard you know well it was hard for me like I think the most important thing is um I'm so grateful for my team because without them like this place will like crash and burn Mm -hmm. like crazy you know they all are so strong at what they do and it has allowed me in this phase of my life to step back Mm -hmm. um so it's definitely the people that you surround yourself with um take care of you. I mean, and I, and I wholeheartedly feel that everybody on my team, like I know if I went to them with anything, like they execute it perfectly. Um, and balancing motherhood too, being in this industry, like don't be afraid of this industry. If you are a mom, because a, there is flexibility in our schedules. Like the biggest lesson that's taught me is I don't have to work like a dog, (laughs) you know, like I don't have to work like 60 hours a week. Like I was Mm -hmm. and still have a great life. Um, and it's definitely helped me to like charge what I, what I'm worth. Mm -hmm. You know, we implemented a new, um, software system, Vish that helped us do that, you know, and to allow, like, even if my stylist, like I have another stylist, that's about to have a baby, um, step back to have a child, like you're getting paid what you're worth. So it's okay if you're not seeing as many clients, like it's a work smarter, not harder mentality because you really burn out your body. Like I've been doing this for 13 years. And if I hadn't have, you know, slow down and drink water, I know I preach this all, (laughs) you know, and just take care of yourself because your body's your tool, you know, it would have been a lot harder in pregnancy and, it's great to have like a tribe of women for your support, even in your clientele, because I've gotten the best mom advice from oh, my wow. clients. Like if I'm having a tough day here and like feeling like I need to be at home with my baby, like I swear every time like a mom that's a client of mine, we'll talk about it. And like, she like lifts me up so much. So mm-hmm. I just will not be afraid of motherhood and salon life. Cause I know sometimes people feel like they can't do both when you really can. Yeah. Talk to me about clientele. Yes. Did you, who took on clientele while you were gone? Yes. Um, and how was that transition back? Because like you just said, you're yeah. not able to see as many people, no. um, but I think that because of your salon, um, it really feels like home here. And just, yeah. I can speak just as a client, mm-hmm. everyone's talking to each other. I yes. know every, so like when I come in, I'm talking to every single stylist. Yeah. So it's really easy to feel connected. So Ashlyn, for example, is, um, now, um, I'm going to have to find somebody else just for one visit. I yes, think until yes. she comes back, we always have a strategic plan with that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, who to shift clients to, um, 
I don't, I kind of, I like to, and this is what I do with my clientele. I know when they were called, I wanted it to be like left up to the client, you know, mm -hmm. because if you've talked to somebody in my salon and like you felt like you really connected with them or by this point I've had several associates. So you've had, you know, probably three of the girls in the salon touch your hair before. Right. Like I want you to feel comfortable. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's kind of split up between everybody. And it's really like, cause these twice now it's happened like, boom bed rest you know we have to come up with a plan it's really who has the openings yeah that can absorb that too but because we have Vish, like all of our formulas are saved like down to like the ounce so our clients don't have to feel scared to go yeah. to someone else because yeah. we give very detailed instructions yeah so. and so you still do you see clients that are now going to other yeah when you come in is it yeah. weird for you or no is that i love it i love that they're here um now you know, I came back from maternity leave when we were wearing masks and everything. So that was like a whole oh, yeah. other situation. You so, came back to a whole different world. A whole different world, yeah. which is kind of crazy. Um, but when I see them, I still talk to them and love them. And I'm here for them if they want me. But I'm so happy to see my girls flourish, though. Yeah. That's like awesome. it's their time. Well, I remember texting you the first time that I came in when you were gone. Yes. And just to tell you, like, oh my gosh. to put your mind at ease, like, seeing the team step up and yeah. really just come together and mm -hmm. seeing Jess like kind of being like the mom of yes. the group. She, I cannot say enough great things about her. Like she is amazing. Like, and I, like, I thank God every day for her because yeah. she really does. She inspires with her leadership. You know, she's she definitely like a lead by an example person, even mm -hmm. for me, I'm yeah. like, dang, you know, look at, look at her go, but she's great. And that made my heart so happy for you, especially you to reach out to me, but I had several clients reach out to me too. And it just put my mind at ease just because, you know, this, this was my baby before my baby, but yeah. it's been a great transition. And it was in such good hands and just yes. seeing them all really step up and know yeah. that like, there weren't corners being cut. No one was slacking. No one was no. like, oh, well, Whitney's gone, so we can do what we want. The I almost the feel, and I'm, I mean, I'm humble enough to say this, like, I'm not, I am a much better leader now mm -hmm. than I was when I was so behind the chair because I was so tired and, like, almost on the verge of burnout that I was quick to snap yeah. a little bit. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm just transparent and saying yeah. that. And I feel like me stepping away kind of let, I know several of my girls have grown and mm -hmm. they've done better by yeah. me, like just letting them be them, letting them do their thing. Yeah. And I mean, it's been amazing to watch. Yeah. So. Well, I love getting to see all of this. I'm so excited yes. for you and everything that you have going on. Mm -hmm. So I know that even just when we recorded the podcast before, yeah. so much has changed. <laughs> it has changed. So much. <laughs> yes. um, and I'm just so proud of you and so oh, happy for you. So thank, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you for sharing everything that you shared with us today. Yes. Thank you. Um, and we'll hopefully do this again in yeah. another couple of years. And I love it. We are. Yes, it'll be perfect. <laughs>